0: In this episode, my lovely wife, Jana, and I talk about hot tamales, insurance claims, and where in the world are we going to get the money for an IBC policy? Let's do it. Okay. Welcome to the Banking with Life podcast. I'm your host, James Nethery. And, you know, I really got to tell you, I'm as excited as I can be today to have my lovely wife, Jana, with me. Hello. And, uh, you know, yes. I'm married up. If you've listened to me talk at all, when I typically when I meet people and their wives, um, I tell them, you know, oh wow, you married up, and it's really meant to be a compliment to the the gentleman. Um,
1: what does marrying up mean to you? It,
0: uh, it's a good question. Put me on the spot. Yeah. Um, That's my what gosh. I do.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the tables have turned. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're. Uh, much more aesthetically pleasing to look at. You're highly intelligent and, uh, you know, above my pay grade, above my class. There you go. And, okay. you know, I, and, and while I'm saying that, I, mm-hmm. that reminds me of uh, we were somewhere on a trip somewhere with a okay. bunch of agents and their wives. Okay. <laughs> and, and I, uh, met this young or I met the gentleman and his wife and, and and then we're standing (laughs) in line, you know, (laughs) him, the, the agent and myself and other people. And I'm like, I'm like, wow, you married up. And he was so insulted. You know, he was like, maybe uh, he
1: thought his wife married up.
0: And I'm sure he did. I'm sure. (laughs) I mean, you know, there's no lack of ego in the financial world with financial people. And I love you. I'm I'm just saying. And, uh, that was several years ago, and then yeah. we were talking about that the other day, yeah. and somebody pointed out his height, and he was much He probably wasn't Careful. He was vertically challenged, which didn't I didn't Some even Some
1: of us are.
0: I know, but I'm just saying I didn't recognize at the time. I didn't understand why he was so insulted because Oh, because he was thought a, like you a, like,
1: literally meant that his wife was taller than I think than that's him. the way he oh, okay. took it. <laughs>
0: And I mean, the Scots-Irish in me, I mean, I can't help myself, but a little bit of um, poignant
1: uh, <laughs> <laughs> poignant
0: commentary. <laughs> but I didn't, I didn't mean that. I mean, I'm just saying that I was telling him, and was like, wow, you married up and blah, blah, blah. And, and he was so insulted. And I yeah. didn't understand why he was so insulted and frankly, didn't care until several years later, we're having this conversation yeah. and somebody was pointed out that he was, um vertically challenged and he probably (laughs) took it that I meant you know his wife is much taller than him all right thanks for letting me share all that
1: no problem but you you do say that you have a tendency to talk about me from time to time in your videos and amongst your peers is that correct
0: (laughs) really I always talk about (laughs) you I mean in two now it's always glowing uh, of course okay Okay, I mean I give you props and credit for the set do you
1: think you go overboard I have of a course. Point to this. Okay, you do. <laughs> of course because I m- do.
0: <clears throat> now, too, I got to say that sometimes, um, you do I have to edit myself, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't mean to go overboard. I don't mean yeah. to come across, you know, too smart, alecky or angry or aggressive. I well, don't no, mean Well, no, no, I'm
1: just wondering it's if you're. Coming from a
0: pure place.
1: Yeah. And, and I'm wondering if you're just not setting me up a little bit because oh ooh,
0: I've set the bar now you've got to reach you set the it bar. Too high.
1: We like to keep the bar nice. I and doubt warm. it. Okay, well, so I have an example of you doing this. Oh, thank okay, you. Okay, <laughs> that I brought to the table. I thought you'd appreciate that.
0: So you've done some prep work here.
1: Well, a little bit, but not. I mean, this is okay. Okay, so um, I can take it. <laughs> <laughs> so New Year's Eve. What do we do New Year's Eve?
0: Do we drink um, champagne.
1: No, actually, I don't think we did that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't drink at We went at to all. go out see a movie. Oh,
0: but you're talking about what did we do, this New Year's? This
1: New Year's Eve. Yeah, oh, not, yeah, not we, what people in general do, but what we did specifically. Okay,
0: well, we and the whole family, our kids. Yeah, Julie,
1: we, who I think, well, at least most of our clients know Julie.
0: Sure, and, my sister. When you call our office, you know, um, you're eventually going to talk to Julie. Yes. Right? And yes. most of you probably already have. Yeah. Your sister-in-law, she, yeah, my and, sister. And
1: she runs stuff here. Like, she runs stuff here. Yeah, so, yeah, my sister-in-law, the Julie. The Bulldog. <laughs> and then Jake, who's our illustration nin- ninja. He's Is that absolutely what he a ninja. The, the illustration ninja. He works here, too. He's our youngest son. And then our daughter, <coughs> Riley, who's still I at home. I you are
0: going to make a point about me. I'm
1: getting, I'm, to, well, I'm getting to the point. I always take the scenic route. Sure. N- nice way of saying I babble. Um, okay, so we went to go see the movie Knives Out. And if you haven't seen it... We encourage you to do so.
0: Yeah, that's a great, great movie. Yeah, it's kind one of, of, of the like better a, ones I've seen lately because it was kind of like original. There's very little originality yeah. left in Hollywood. So that was very refreshing.
1: And Daniel Craig's in it, James Bond, and. Um,
0: With the hillbilly accent. I love that. He did. He had like a
1: Kentucky <laughs> accent. I don't know what kind of accent he had, but it's kind of a Southern drawl like that. Yeah. Does that sound Southern? Anyway, let me get to my point because it's not much of one. Um, <laughs> after we saw the movie and we all said, oh, it was a good movie, really good movie and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. What did you do? You talked with Ryan Griggs, you all know Ryan Griggs, he's the co-host on here most weeks. Um, and you talked up the movie and then he went to go see the movie shortly thereafter and then he was at our house last weekend and I asked him about the movie, if he enjoyed the movie and what did he say? His I. <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah, he didn't like it as and much he said you it, talked right? it up too much
0: oh he said he told he you that he said that you oh, talked it up too oh, much. So, oh good okay, to know you have
1: now come to my point my <clears> point <throat> being if maybe you talk me up too much people will think I have like this superior wit and intellect and then they'll listen to this and be like yeah she's like it's <laughs> 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 just a concern I have just a concern I have
0: yeah well thanks for letting me know you know because uh, right after this re- recording uh mr Grieg will be here and we'll record the 40th episode and
1: you know what we haven't done
0: no what we haven't
1: we haven't wished everyone a happy valentine's day this is the valentine's day episode
0: happy valentine's day
1: happy valentine's day to you and yours
0: okay (laughs) and happy
1: valentine's day to you
0: no, oh, thank you, Princess. And there's no flowers on the set, but I promise you'll have flowers as usual. As usual, <laughs> <Why> <laughs> did you stutter today? over that? As
1: usual. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now I get accused of my uh, my voice, the octaves. Go, I go uh, up. Yes. Yeah. When what you the? kind of
1: feel like you're on the ropes.
0: Is that it? Yeah. All right. So if you ever listen to me and my octaves go up, I may be uncomfortable. Apparently. I don't know.
1: Well, maybe you just do it.
0: Okay, so look, why are you here? It's Valentine's Day.
1: Why am I here? You, you know, said, I need you to come do a podcast with me right. for the Valentine's Day episode. And, and here,
0: you kind and of you get, said, sure, you know, babe. I talk an awful lot about you.
1: <clears throat> yes, you do. Um,
0: and so I just, and, and for you that are listening on Stitcher, Apple, iTunes, whatever, and you can't, go to YouTube so you can... Um, understand what I'm talking about when I say I married up, and I hope you did too. And I'm sure most of the listeners did marry up. Those of you that are married, um, but I think it's Im- I think it's important. You know, um, I think it's uh, could be interesting for people to meet you. And when we okay. do live events, you know, they do get to meet you. But you know, we have an awful lot of clients across the country and then listeners that we've never met. So yes. I think.
1: You like to put a face with the name.
0: Yeah. You know, and too, it's like what Nelson Nash did. He couldn't have done what he did without Mary.
1: Mary Nash is one of the most awesome, awesome women in the world. One of my favorite human beings on the planet. You don't get better than Mary Nash.
0: You're one of her favorites, I assure you. Every time I talk to Mary, she's like, how are my girls? Just
1: the kindest, gentlest sweetest most supportive women i've ever met great example
0: the epitome of a southern lady
1: and class right like here we got class with a k she's got class with a c you know what i'm saying hey don't
0: put that on me (laughs) 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 all right so um and we we typically we often share you know if we um you know meet people and you're engaged with people and it gets the conversation you know gets to that level it typically gets around to oh how did y'all meet or how did you meet you know Mm -hmm. and i think that's pretty interesting because that's been a you know important part of our lives meeting each other hello well yeah all right
1: several reasons but yes Mm -hmm.
0: yeah and so here's the background of that this was um 24
1: 25
0: years ago 26 26 i'm not even that old and neither are you (laughs) okay so about 26 years ago here's the background you know i had uh took kind of a simbatical from the life insurance industry, and I was working in West Texas with-
1: Literally West Texas. No, no. Oh, it's West
0: Texas, but the town- No, West
1: Texas is south. Okay, go ahead, sorry.
0: The town is uh, Spur, Texas, and it's one hour east of Lubbock on White River Lake. And I had some friends that had purchased a medical facility out there, and this is Spur, Texas at the time might have had a population of 200 okay
1: Anybody.
0: And white river white river was about an hour away outside of spur texas and half of the roads were paved and the other half were dirt roads okay but the short story is my uh i had some friends that bought the medical facility and they had uh, little to no experience with insurance claims. Yeah. So they were providing these services and, and they weren't getting paid and they had all these unclaimed or unpaid claims stacking up. So I went out there for, and I think I was out there for about a year, somewhere around there. And and, and I was collecting on their, you know, uh, accounts receivable. So I'm here calling insurance companies all over the country, right? Trying to get these claims get paid. The and the average claim was I don't twenty 20, 30, 40 grand, and so I'm calling on a couple of claims, and it happened to be a large healthcare provider at the time that had uh, a downtown Des Moines, Iowa headquarters.
1: West Des Moines, West
0: Iowa. Des Moines, Iowa. Yes. So anyway, I'm calling on this claim, <laughs> right? And Jana was she answered the phone, and she was like the first layer of prevention to yes. get to the claims <laughs> Prevention payer.
1: of paying the claims <laughs> from the insurance company's point of view, yes.
0: But you didn't really know that at the time either. You're very young. And did you realize that you were- Yeah,
1: no, absolutely I knew that. Oh, really? Because the, the layer behind me was the benefit approver and they didn't want to talk to anybody. I mean, it, it was obvious what your job was because- Oh, um, I'm just now learning this. <laughs> well, because- it. You know, there was a lot of times that, that people, and back in those days you would fax in information or send it in via yeah, mail. With the
0: roll paper fax. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was
1: a long time ago. And so you knew that we were limited on what we could see Absolutely. that was received or yep. not. And so people would call in to check the status of a claim. And if, if we didn't receive certain paperwork or I couldn't see it on my end, I'd be like, well, we didn't receive it. Now, the benefit approver might have it, might Uh, not. Had it for two weeks. Yeah, (laughs) and probably did, but, you know, they had monthly quotas or whatever. And, you know, that part, I didn't really know the actual. Right.
0: That's why uh, people hate the insurance industry. Yeah.
1: And and I didn't understand. I mean, I understood what the benefit approver's job was, but I didn't understand some of the um, internal.
0: Of course not. I mean, you Tricks were too young to understand. Tricks of the trade to you.
1: understand. So yeah. I just knew I got you know, yelled at a lot. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Well, I don't know. But, really but wanna... back
1: to when you called in, the way it worked as a CSR customer service rep, I guess would be my technical title at the time um, you have a headset on, and once you turn it on, the calls come in automatically. They don't mm. ring on a phone or anything sure. like that. So as, as actually, it was my mic. Once that was on, calls could come in, and I could turn them off with this. But um, the day you called, and the call came in, I had just The day
0: that changed her life.
1: Changed. Okay. um, For the better. Um, But specifically, I was eating my lunch, which we were not supposed to do, and my lunch (laughs) that day consisted of hot tamales, (laughs) and I had just popped a hot tamale in, because I had just completed a call, so I didn't think another one would come right in. And so when your call came in, I had this hot tamale in my mouth. I'm trying to say my scripted greeting, <laughs> and I choked on the hot tamale, which then made me laugh, which then in turn made you laugh. And I heard that southern drawl, and all of a sudden my little ear perked up. I'm like, oh, he sounds cute. <laughs>
0: hey, look, living in Spur, Texas, you think I have a southern drawl today, and oh, I talk slow today. It's thick. <laughs> miles and miles of improvement.
1: My mom could not understand him for the first two or three years we were together when you talked on the phone.
0: I could be in her kitchen talking to her and she would just smile, lovely lady, I love her dearly.
1: And then you'd leave the room and she'd be like, what did he say?
0: interpretation. (laughs) I need an interpreter. Okay, so you answered the phone, you started, you know, whatever, I don't know, got my attention and and I'm just trying to get some claims paid, right? That's all. I'm just, I'm dealing, packaging, them, discounting, you know, I need to, you know, get some claims paid and but that struck up a great little side conversation we did all right and then you know from there it was like you know I,
1: I kind of faxed you a homemade bio do you remember that
0: i do i faxed you, you a
1: homemade like my hobbies what i like what i don't like long walks uh, on the beaches you know that kind uh, of stuff. <laughs>
0: sent some photos and um beautiful oh my god you still are as Thank a matter of you. fact you're getting prettier as you age oh. Um, full of grace, but that that's how we met. You know, it was mm-hmm. before this online speed dating stuff, which is... No,
1: we we exchanged phone numbers mm-hmm. shortly thereafter.
0: Spent a ton of money in long-distance calls. Lots
1: of money in long-distance calls. And then we would write one another, where you actually get a piece of paper out, uh. you write a letter, and then you send it to the person.
0: You know, And, and, and we uh, did
1: that for a long time.
0: And we did. And you know, I have always said that, you know, if you were... You know, going to church, going to the grocery store, going to the bar scene, I would have never picked you, and you would no. have never picked me. No. Um And so I always say that, you know, God did for I me, what like I could guy do do for the myself. Time. Yes. And uh, so we did start writing. And,
1: and he wore starched jeans, y'all. He had starched did. jeans. Yeah, he do.
0: I still but do. I mean, back
1: then, like from Iowa, we didn't, or at least... Des Moines proper <laughs> guys didn't wear starched jeans. So I'm like, oh my gosh!
0: Well, I knew um, you were intelligent when I spoke to you, but then uh, writing and you you have uh, you know some education in in writing and grammar and English and proper. <laughs> Which is foreign to me
1: Now I'm afraid to talk Because that's kind of Gone down the hill As I've gotten That's what happens When you hang hill. around Guys
0: like me That that's doesn't right. use Proper English These and, words
1: like Fixing and y'all
0: That's right
1: And over yonder
0: <clears throat> So then you came down And then we got married And you know okay. We've been writing History ever since That's right um, That's right Best
1: phone call of my life
0: I agree That yeah. <laughs> 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 Mine too okay and so and so i so okay we we have our story everyone has their story Mm -hmm. of how we met i love hearing
1: people's stories on how they met i do too i I love people
0: and hearing that Mm -hmm. and so it it, i mean it's been fun right and it continues to be fun most of the time you know we've had our share of struggles like everyone else dirt broke Mm -hmm. as my daddy used to say you know you didn't have a when did the pee in or a pot to pee in or when did I throw it out of? You know, back in the day, I'm traveling all over Texas, writing small face amount life insurance, mm-hmm. taking money out of our grocery allowance to buy leads, knocking on yeah. doors, telephone leads, and that'll wear you out.
1: Taking the boys to movies, <coughs> usually the dollar movies, and then they'd want something at the concession <coughs> stand, and sorry. Yeah. You need something when we get home. you can last two hours. <laughs> They'd be like, oh, man. they go with friends, they get the popcorn and the milk duds and the cokes and all that good stuff, yeah. but yes, I remember those days fondly now, I mean 'cause we I mean it took some stick to 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 make it through that, you know a young marriage, young people, mm-hmm. you know, no money bro. kids, yeah.
0: You know, and <clears throat> I always thought and still believe today that, you know, I might not be the smartest guy, I might not be the first guy in line, um, but I can outwork anyone. That's, that's the way true. I
1: feel. Yeah, yeah. And, well, and I think that that's why even though we we have said in the past that, you know, we wouldn't necessarily have picked one another if, you know, it would have been at a regular social scene. Um I think fundamentally where we're alike is where it's important. And when we met, you know, I think we were both kind of battered and bruised, you know, figuratively speaking from past relationships. And what we found in one another was kind of that safe space, that friendship, you know, and I think building our base on that foundation of, you know, of staying together no matter what, mm-hmm. you know, and fi- finding solace in each other and in our family. It helps if you, know? you
0: move them six, 1200 miles away from home, you know.
1: That Cause does she, help because I can't <laughs> run to mom's house and, and complain <laughs> about you.
0: <laughs> she did move down from. And I
1: couldn't afford the long distance calls and complain about you either, so I just right.
0: had to. And I, and I too, I got to and we had, we were full of ambition too.
1: Yeah, you know, we didn't true. have
0: anything but Big hard voice. work, ambition and these foundational principles of love and support, you know, long term. Um, commitments which you know is very important I've
1: always said that especially back then we were the king and queen of making do we could make do you know make it work <laughs> make it happen you know you just yeah.
0: look around there you, there's no dependency on yeah anything it's else like other you've than got each to other make do
1: you've got to figure it out all right
0: yeah. and I remember the first time I went when I drove up to uh Des Moines Iowa you know I, I have done a lot of traveling since then but mm-hmm. prior to that you know i mean i had never been to Iowa and i remember driving up there in these these cornfields my gosh there were 10 12 feet tall corn stalks emerald green growing up the sides of rolling hills it was so beautiful and i mean i come from west texas you know a dryland cotton you know dryland maize uh yeah. and yeah the
1: corn is Totally different up north versus. <laughs>
0: yeah. Dairy. Hey, have you had that? You know, peaches and cream from Grimes.
1: From Grimes, yeah. peaches and cream, corn on the cob. It it will change the way you think about corn. It is so sweet and so good.
0: Right. True story. And <laughs> so I gotta say that when I when I was driving, you know, in downtown West Des Moines, which back in the day was the up at the end of Des Moines, okay it was it was oh, almost the end <laughs> it was almost unreal to me you know every every car or, or every house was pristine flower bed green grass tall trees two cars you know a blonde dog uh you know a swing Equally set blonde child <laughs> I mean it was like almost like steppard wise I mean everything was so pristine and it's like it was a little different for country boy in yeah. Fort Worth Texas um about beautiful people. and Yeah, it was, I didn't
1: appreciate it at the time. Well, yeah. Yeah, you because know, you're young and you think, oh, there's something better out there. And, oh, it's boring old Des Moines. And um, I go back there now, and Des Moines is fabulous. It's a beautiful city. Beautiful it's, people. Beautiful yeah, city. One of the best farmer's markets I've ever been to. I have all sorts of festivals and And of course my favorite people are there too so
0: yeah that that
1: helps
0: (laughs) the the insurance industry has recognized the work ethic and the people of the midwest that's why they coagulate there the insurance companies right midwest
1: is best go chiefs
0: (laughs) okay so you know back in that day
1: after the super bowl so Yay, the Chiefs won. Yay. (laughs) Yay, Packers. Yay, Titans. Yay, 49ers. I think I have them all accounted for. Okay, go ahead.
0: Uh, Thank you. Um, I I was just going to say running around all over the country, rotting, you know, small face amount, easy issue, life insurance, taking money out of our groceries to buy these god awful leads and knocking on doors and, you know, doing it the traditional industry uh way and and of course our our practice has evolved uh several iterations you know from there you know uh everybody you know and all your friends which i never liked that i do have friends or family that are clients but you know i don't that is so 1950s <laughs> but then you know the phone leads the direct mail leads and then the phone leads um discovering quickly that you can't be all things to all people you know you got a specialize, kind of a thing um
1: well and 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 sorry to interrupt you but no please continue <laughs> you know, and here is where I'm i used I, to it <laughs> <laughs> true story true story but but this is also where you don't give yourself enough credit and and i'm gonna talk sweetly about you for a second because you're not and never have been the stereotypical life insurance salesman. I mean, you know, people sometimes cringe when they hear the words life insurance or God <clears throat> God forbid you're a salesman. You know, that just automatically means that you're going to do wrong by people. And you've always, always, from day one, done right by people. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I mean, I, I've seen it firsthand time to, where you will turn someone down for a certain product, or they'll want something, and you'll say, this is not This is not for you. This is not, in your current circumstance, financially speaking, this is not, or, or health-wise, or whatever the case may be, this is not right by you. And, and, you know, you will lead them in a different direction, or even, you know, tell them to go somewhere, you know, get all their, you know, legal affairs in order, whatever the case may be, whatever is Right by them, and you know, not everyone in your industry does that. You know, any industries like that, you'll have those that you know are always doing the right thing. Um, but that also is a testament to you because that's how you approach things. In you know, you you have a very strong conviction of right and wrong, and you don't ever want to be on the wrong side.
0: That, that's yeah. right.
1: And so you want to do right by people and. And uh, I know I'm biased because I'm your wife, but um, you know I've always admired that about you.
0: Well, thank especially
1: you. when you know you have five dollars in your bank account, you know, and you know that bills are coming due, but you're still going to do right by a client, mm-hmm. even if that means sacrificing a commission or Forgoing a paycheck. income from yeah. that
0: particular transaction. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. So. So i had to talk you up for a second cause I think all right that's well thank
0: you for saying that and it's like i, I remember back in that day you know on um it, you know if funds were low or christmas or birthdays or whatever you know i mean you go back and there was a history of course we both have a history you know prior to meeting but you know i grew up i mean i, I was a carpenter's helper you know roofers helper and I know how to work, lay tile, blah 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 blah, remodel. I've done all a bunch of the hang doors and windows, I mean, back in the day. so you know, my tool bag I still have in my truck, I mean, I'm just saying if uh if we needed money, more money,
1: yeah
0: for whatever, I mean, I would go into the construction. Swing and a hammer. I can swing a hammer. Mm-hmm. My tools today get $100 a day just for showing up on the job. <laughs> my truck gets 250, right? Mm-hmm. I'm just saying <clears throat> that I'm not afraid of hard work. Now, the older I get, I've done my share in someone else's, so yeah. I'm not really, I need to let the younger people have their <laughs> opportunity <laughs> to enjoy good. hard work. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. All right, well, thank you for saying that. And, and uh, <clears throat> you know, from traveling all over the world, Texas you know from I mean from the Valley of McAllen to East Texas Marshall Texas you know the next town over is Louisiana
1: yeah if you've never been to Texas it's a big state it is a big like state. I knew it was a big state before I moved here but until you drive around it like I'm used to Iowa where you know border to border east to west is maybe three hours I think
0: I, I've never driven across Iowa I don't know
1: I have well not you know Point A on the west side and Point B on the east side. But you know, from Des Moines, which is kind of in the middle, I've gone to the west side and I've mm-hmm. gone to the east side, like Iowa City, the Quad Cities, all that kind of stuff is over there. Anyway, I'm going to so, have to
0: pull out a map to look at all these towns. You know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, when you're from Iowa, everyone—if someone knows someone else from Iowa—they just assume that I know them sure. because they assume Iowa is that small. It's not, um, and I don't know every little town in Iowa. Um, but I'm just saying. Then you come to somewhere like Texas, and how long do you think it would take, like El Paso Panhandle, all the way down to?
0: Well, El Paso is in far west Texas, so if we go up to like
1: yeah, uh, what was- you
0: know. Uh, I know uh, in the top of the panhandle, you know, Pampa up there. I mean, I've been to Guymon, Oklahoma, which is an Oklahoma panhandle. So mm-hmm. you go to the very top of the panhandle of Texas mm-hmm. to the very south tip of South Padre, and you're driving over 14 hours. Yeah. So I know from Fort Worth, Texas, driving to West Des Moines, Iowa, which we've done for over 25 years, um, that's a 12-hour drive. 12 hours, yeah. And you're going through four or five states. You know. Yeah. So – yeah, it's a big place <laughs> everything is bigger <laughs> in texas you know our hospitality and all of that oh i love texas all right so and, and we're gonna you know get to some other points mm-hmm. that uh you know the the our practice is you know developed with technology and time and experience and and focus on specialties and different things but we went from um, you know, mail card leads to telephone leads, you know, with the automated dialer and all that to telephone set leads that you're buying. Then went into the seminar, you know, retirement seminars and probably to around 2003 ish, somewhere around there. And so I'm a water boy for a great individual presenter come to find out he was less than, um, it would not, he'd He did his business the way I would not. Yes. Okay. And I'm a slow learner. It took me a couple of years to figure that out. But when I did, I left. And I'm doing uh, retirement seminars. Mm -hmm. You know, selling cows, getting state farm claims on the truck to fund those bad boys. They're expensive. Mm -hmm. So... You do a retirement seminar, you talk for an hour, hour and a half, which is a great leap for me to be able to get in front of a room and talk in front of people, right? And I'm the kind of guy that I can't use scripts. So I have to know the material and then mm-hmm. just talk off the cuff or um, I can't use a script, it's just not me. So, and, and just the mere fact of being in front of people, you know, I mean, I was, I was continually stretching myself and I was continually stretching us in our budget, right? Do you
1: remember, real quick, I'm going to interrupt you again, shock of shocks, um, one of the first seminars you did by yourself?
0: I do exactly remember.
1: And do you, do you remember you got so nervous you had to go stand in the freezer that the manager opened up the freezer of the restaurant for you so you could go stand? <laughs> out of pity room. he had for me, he's <laughs> like, come here, young all. man. <laughs> oh, it was so sweet. <laughs> that was the I second
0: or third story. one. Yeah, right. so you had
1: gotten so nervous but being out in front of these people and...
0: I don't know why, but let me, let me tell you about the first one I did. So I'm working with this guy and I'm just his water boy. I'm setting up, setting up the room, setting up all the equipment, tearing it down, signing people in, giving them name tags and blah, blah, blah. If he, if he turned around with an empty hand and needed something, by God, I had what he needed in the hand yeah. he didn't have to, he just, you know, and that came from the days of being a carpenter's helper, you know, when they had an empty hand, you better know what to put in it. And, what
1: tool to put in it.
0: Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, The first one, and I've been following this guy around, his water boy for probably a year, somewhere around there. And he was like trying to kick me off, you know? It's like, (laughs) leave me alone. Um, And how that happened was he had a seminar set up in Waco, actually two seminars, like on a Tuesday and a Thursday. Mm -hmm. And like the week before, he's like, oh, James, I'm not gonna be, I'm gonna be out of town, I can't do those, so you have to do them. And I'm like, what? And so we had to go, we had to go buy projectors, the Mm -hmm. screen and all of that stuff and do the print of the handout material. And we're in a restaurant. And after that presentation, an an attendee from the the (laughs) seminar came up to me and he said, that is a beautiful blue shirt. You know, this is a kind of undershirt that I wear because, and I had these sweat rings underneath my arms. And, and even before I started, uh, the guy was there to set, you know, the guy that I had been a water boy for, you know, he said he wasn't going to be there. Well, he showed up that morning to get me going. Mm-hmm. And he's like, my gosh, man, get a hold of yourself. <laughs> and the knot in my tie, which is a double whinger when I wear one, it was wet. The, no. the knot of my tie was wet with sweat. Yeah. I mean, talk about stretching yourself and getting out of yes. your comfort zone. I mean, it was the best
1: thing you ever did, though.
0: It is because it made me improve. Yes, you know, and um, yeah, I I believe it was.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So.
0: And so we did that for several years, uh-huh. and then I and that's Nelson. around the
1: time that Julie.
0: Well, she came she around. No, she in. was working here before. She was working with me before then.
1: Before the seminars.
0: Yeah, because she was setting appointments. Where I'm Oh, going that, out.
1: yeah, she started part time doing that. So, yeah, yeah. yeah I remember okay, Running cool.
0: 10 Sorry. appointments a day all over the country. <laughs> um, and the experience and the people, you know, I still have clients from 30 years ago. I
1: know.
0: You know, and the, the reason we lose clients is because they graduate. Yep. You know, that's pretty cool. And now, and you hear about it in the financial services industry, the next generation, the next generation. We've got an awful lot of clients that are the next, the next generation, generation and the, the next, next generation. generation. That's true. You know, and when you're a young man and you hear that, you know, I can hear it. I speak English. I understand English. But to experience that is a completely yep. different level of understanding. Yeah. You know, which I think that's awesome. Me too. So then I met Nelson, right, and uh, had already been doing uh, retirement seminars, and and we started inviting Nelson to North Texas, Dallas-Fort Worth Mm -hmm. area, one to two or three times a year when he would deliver his 10-hour presentations and they were most of the time over two days, we'd do two to four hours a night before Mm -hmm. and then he would do like six hours to eight hours the next day. And I talk a lot um, about some of our experiences with my clients, our clients and Mm -hmm prospective clients and and I want to I kind of want to bring some of that
1: up oh dear okay (laughs) okay
0: (laughs) All right. so and we have photos you know Riley our youngest daughter our only daughter youngest Mm -hmm. child is 12 and so we were just talking about that while we are driving here to the office this morning that we have photos of pre-Riley with you Nelson and I okay and then we have photos where you're um, carrying Riley.
1: Yeah, it'd be a little thing.
0: Uh, uh, no, she hadn't shown up on the scene yet. You're.
1: you're oh, I was carrying Riley. Yeah,
0: you were okay. with child.
1: Oh, okay. Uh,
0: so you were pregnant with Riley. Gotcha. You, Nelson, and I, and then we have photos of you, little bitty baby Riley. Yeah. Nelson and I. Mm-hmm. So this has, you know, been a while.
1: I remember the first time Nelson saw Riley. He's like, "Oh, you two do good work." (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Look at you, you you two do good work.
0: I remember when you got your degree. Nelson said, "Oh, have you ever slept with a?" uh," (laughs) Oh Jesus! Oh gosh! This is probably. He said, "Oh, what did he say?" Um. He said, "Oh, you probably never slept with an English major." And I was like, uh, no, I haven't. <laughs> um, okay, so when Nelson comes around, you help set up. It's an awful lot of work setting up live yes. events, which, you know, the this planning, is going to come out. The
1: preparation, the uh, Yeah, the setup, the tear down. Like, it, I was Julie's water boy. Because mm-hmm. Julie really, I'm going to have to give her props for that. Because she, Not and no that poster. was unknown for all of us in hosting and, and putting on events and, um, the amount of time, effort, and energy to to pull off a good event, where you know the attendees are comfortable, all their needs are met, the speakers, all their needs are met. The and
0: audio, video, works.
1: Everything works, um, and if there are hiccups, they're addressed. And and to make it seem seamless mm-hmm. and effortless. Um, is not easy. (laughs) And and Julie does it all with such grace. She
0: makes it look easy. And
1: and she works hard at doing that. And and so now when I go places, you know, different events and conferences and stuff like that, you know, I always make sure to tell people, you know, I appreciate all their hard work because, you know, now we know what it takes. And so, yeah, so I was Julie's water boy, you know, just... Whatever you need, tell me where to go get, yeah. You know. <laughs> Fill the pictures, you know, put the name cards on, you know, that kind of stuff.
0: So this is a Valentine episode. Um, so obviously it's gonna be out in February. But we are we do have a live event in the planning. Mm-hmm. Um, we have gotten away from live events over the last couple of years because we moved into the audio and visual and putting, you know, content out online and creating client only access content. But if you're hearing this, we will have a live event. In close proximity to Fort Worth, Texas, I think uh, it it looks like it's going to be April, April or May of
1: 2020. This year. This year. A few months from now. Mm -hmm. And actually, you know, I I think we're kind of excited to to host an event. It's been so long that it's kind of fun to get back into those waters, and especially now that we have some experience with it, and you know a lot of what not to do
0: some experience we have 15 years of experience i mean julie we i think we do a really good live event
1: we do we have some awesome live events We <coughs>
0: really
1: do. Um, lots of good food lots of good discussion good speak good information and mm. and then just being able to meet everyone and then the attendees meeting themselves you know meeting one another
0: um a lot of networking yeah
1: a lot of networking and a lot of um you know, getting an idea of what other people are doing and it kind of bolsters your own.
0: There's real value in that. Listen, you know, Nelson Nash was paying $18,000 in life insurance premium in 1980, which I often say um, that's the equivalent of over $50,000 in annual premium today. How many people do you know that is paying $50,000 or more in life insurance premium? Right. And so whenever you have a live event and people can come in and meet other people because really you're almost like the Lone Ranger if you're paying high premium life insurance I bet you don't know five people that you work with and it's in your circle that are doing the same and if you tell them what you're doing they're going to look at you Like, you know, you're an alien and you're the dumbest person (laughs) on the planet because everybody knows life insurance is a world's worst place to put money, but they don't know what you know. And I'm just saying when you have a live event and you have other people, you know, the whomever they are from, Mm -hmm. you know, the all American average family that is just financing automobiles to you know, the the real estate guru that that is financing syndicated deals, you know I mean? We're all doing something different and whenever you can meet other people-
1: Who are like-minded. Oh my gosh. Yeah.
0: That's that's a home run. Yeah, absolutely. And so, um, I want to get to the because I talk to, uh, when when we have conversations, even with Julie having conversations with people that call, um, we normally, we do not- Allow people to become clients if they're married and their husband and wife, the spouses are not on the same page. Yes. Uh, so typically, in in the um, all American family, you know, one person, you know, gets wind of this idea, does the research, does the vetting, and if, if they're all excited about it, and then the other spouse, and it could be either male or female, the other spouse, you know, doesn't necessarily run the You're money. you out
1: of your mind. Yeah, what are you thinking?
0: Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. You know, my CPA friend or I work for a CPA firm uh-huh. and we've got to do qualified plan or whatever the case may be. Yeah. The husband and the wife are not on the same page. It won't work. It won't. It, it won't, won't work. work. No. All right. So I meet Nelson. We. I've been driving all over Texas. The, you know, um, business iteration has changed or the business kind of develops. Um, and here we are inviting Nelson Nash. For Fort Worth, Texas, mm-hmm. and, and, and of course, we had already purchased, and we started too small, like everybody does. After 14 years in the life insurance business, I'm starting too small, all right, but so we have a couple of policies going. Nelson's coming to town.
1: And I really didn't understand what we were doing or why we were doing it necessarily.
0: And so every time he came to town, I'm buying more life insurance, and you've got to give blood, or I've got to give blood, and I don't know if it was a fourth or fifth policy that we purchased, Mm -hmm. but I said, well, we're going to do this. We're going to buy another policy. And you literally got angry with me, Mm -hmm. and you said, where are we going to get the money? And I said, I don't know.
1: That was not the right answer. (laughs) And you
0: got even more angry. It was, I mean, you were legitimately mad at me, or angry.
1: Yeah, I was because, well, f- for several different reasons. I mean, number one, I really didn't understand what you were doing and why you were doing it. And my mindset at the time, you know, if this was before Riley, I can't remember, you know. I
0: it's right there. Yeah, you know,
1: I know I wanted to have a baby. I had that biological clock a ticking. Um, <laughs> and I also had seen friends that had new homes and new fancy stuff and new cars and and fun vacations and everything. And, you know, here you wanted to put the money that we could put towards something like that into life insurance. And I had learned early on, like, my strengths are not in like the math and sciences, and her
0: her father's a math major. My this mother's girl a math major. could be a math major.
1: No, but my, my, my brain does not enjoy it. Right. Riley is much like you. She loves mathematics; it comes easy to her. She gets the concept, and she's just she runs with it. Me, I struggle. I mean, I really it doesn't come easy. I I mean, I. I can learn an equation. I can plug the values in and all that kind of stuff. But
0: I, I'm rolling my eyes on. I would the rather crutches. have
1: a root canal. You know, is, right. is what I'm saying. You know, I, I like more the arts and you know English and sociology and you know that kind of stuff. So I say all that to say that you know with your business. And I used to tell people all the time. You know, when we would. Come together at the end of the day, especially when I had gone back to school for my English degree, that we would bore each other for the first hour (laughs) we saw each other because we'd say, "How was your day?" And I would talk whatever my English assignment was or whatever, and you'd kind of get that glazed over look after a while and be like, "Oh, that's great. I'm glad you had a good day." And (laughs) and
0: feeling somewhat and then I would
1: kind of be like. So how was your day? (laughs) Because I knew he he was going to say something equally boring to me, and I wouldn't understand. I mean, not that I didn't care if you had a good day or not, but when you got into, you know, financial jargon, you know, I, I would tend to start thinking of what to make for dinner and yeah, that, the, what's on the TV The clock tonight. would start yeah. on the conversation. I'd <laughs> get that. End. And then my glazed look would kind of do this after a while. And 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 so we just were different that way. But I knew, like you said before, that you were a hard worker. I knew how smart you were <laughs> because, believe me, when, when I had gone back to school and you have to take a lot of prerequisite courses, whether it's in – um, history,
0: um, well, you, some you,
1: mathematics and science, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah, a couple you of could, more you
0: semesters my, and she, you could have an MBA if you wanted. Yeah. You, you had to take a lot of business. and.
1: Yeah. But I'm just saying that you completed a lot of my homework for me because I remember taking a history class. I mean, you're just so well-read and well-rounded as a student and I think everyone who has listened to your podcast or knows of you knows that That you love being a student, you love learning. Like he doesn't watch TV to be entertained. He doesn't read to be entertained. That's what I do. You, (laughs) you read or watch programs or listen to things online to educate yourself. I I think almost too much so. Like, oh, let's watch something entertaining, and you're like, you know, you're like, I went to
0: Knives Out.
1: You you did, you know, we, we, we got, you know, 90 minutes of your time, but I'm just saying you like to learn. So again, the scenic route with my storytelling, when we started with the policies and, and you had said, you know, you had met Nelson and, and, you know, you were just amazed by infinite banking and what it can do and, and how important it is to teach people this stuff. And this is, you know, going to be. I think I've already used the word game changer, but it's going to be a game game changer for pe- for people's finances and whatnot. You know, a lot of me, I was just nodding and going along, like okay, because I I didn't know how to challenge you on it. I didn't know, and I didn't necessarily want to challenge you on it. You know, I knew what I wanted at that point, and you know, that was to expand our family and you know fix up the house. You know, just kind of keep up with Jones the Joneses, so to speak. And so, you know,
0: that sounds very materialistic.
1: Totally. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, so you know, the first couple policies, you know, I'm just like, okay, this is what you do. This is a good wife, you know, I'm being supportive, and da 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 da. And then when it starts hurting,
0: that big premiums. Yeah, premiums keep going up, (laughs)
1: and and, you know it.
0: Or say bigger.
1: And you know, larger, larger. And maybe I'm the only one who who gets selfish in marriage. You know, you tend to start kind of thinking, well, what about me? What about what I want? What about me? (laughs) You know, and and it's like, okay, well, because we have always, always invested in the business. Always. And that was a hard lesson to learn as a young woman who, who, you know, meets and falls in love with a man who – doesn't want to be tethered to a company that wants to be independent and have freedom to do what you want to do in your career, you know, entrepreneur, self-employed, whoever you call it. But I didn't understand at the at the time what it takes to be an entrepreneur, to be self-employed. The absolute time commitment, the the work ethic you need to have to do that and the amount of money <laughs> that has to go into the venture and you know you have to take care of the business just like two people have to take care of a marriage mm-hmm. you know you have to be a good steward to your business mm-hmm. and do right by the business and so you know so much of your income when we started out just went directly to the business my job was to keep us afloat mm-hmm. personally but your job was to keep the business afloat so you know back to infinite banking you know it was like okay well this is going to be important to you know for the business and but i didn't really understand what it was doing for us
0: and i'm saying oh it's a truth about money well what does that mean
1: well and and i'll be honest you know i i can be very short-sighted when it comes to finances you know and and that's one thing nelson did for me um with, with such an important lesson because he was a forester if you did not know that and so you know He knew how to think long term. And that is so important with infinite banking is is the long term. It's not, you know, the immediate gratification. And that is something I didn't understand. And and you tried to teach me. And maybe it's because it came from Nelson and he talks so beautifully. But (laughs) he helped me realize that, you know, IBC is a long term Game, not game, but a long-term investment, a long-term way of looking at things. Um, but you know, fourth policy in, and we don't have a lot of the stuff I want. <laughs> I start getting a hard time, yeah, because it's like, how are you going to get the money? And you know,
0: and I did not know.
1: Yeah, and that irritated me. <laughs> to know,
0: <him. laughs>
1: it really irritated me because I, I needed to know. Where okay. it was going to come from,
0: and I got to say too that um you know, and and on purpose. I mean, we're uh, well, we continued to buy policies after that. And then let me did. let me say that she does not know how many policies that we have. I, she does not know the premium that we pay. She has an idea.
1: I think I'm in the ballpark. Uh, I'm,
0: of course, but it's Maybe
1: circling the parking lot a little bit, but. I mean the, Close to the
0: ballpark. My point being is we continue to buy policies. Yes. All right. And so where where did where did the changeover, you know, how did that how did that happen with you? I know Nelson's thinking long term and yeah. you know, and you you've heard Nelson more than anyone and, and whenever we probably hosted Nelson, thirty ish times, I don't know, a lot. A long time. All right. And when time. you're setting up the event, in running the event and making sure the attendees are, you know, attended to, it's not like you've got to sit and listen to Nelson yeah. 10 hours every time. It you've heard it. bits in
1: pieces here and there.
0: Right. You've heard his whole presentation more than once, but it mm-hmm. might not have been, and it wasn't all at one time. Right. So in sure. your reader, you know, I know that you've read Nelson's book
1: mm-hmm. back
0: in the day. And, and so that helps somewhat, but not really. Um, well,
1: no, not really when it, Comes to your family and your lifestyle, and and again, um, you know when I wanted certain things, mm-hmm. material things, um, and it was either get that material thing or have another, you know, buy another Isn't policy. That very common, a premium.
0: either or. You can't have yeah. the policy and that. Yeah. Right, which is turned out not to be true. Yeah. Right, and we can ask if there is anything that you don't have that you want. But I'm just saying that, um, right. A
1: six pack ab. <laughs> I don't have that. <laughs>
0: um, you know, how how did you get
1: over you that? Know, huh? Yeah, did
0: you just like be resigned? You love me. You're committed. So you got to do it. You know, I want to do first and
1: foremost. Yes. Ooh. first and, fo- and and the Brute trust. Force. <laughs> yeah. No. Well, at the end of the day, I trust you. I trust you with my life. Mm-hmm. I trust you in your knowledge you know i you don't you don't enter into things lightly you know and, and, and so because of that i knew it was the right thing but i was also getting really tired of sacrificing for the company which i think is kind of common when you are self-employed oh you gosh. know it's like you know how much do we have to keep putting into the business but you know
0: whatever it takes (laughs) yeah
1: exactly whatever it takes and you know as you expand you know it's going to cost more money so so it was a good thing that we were expanding and and reaching more people and and getting more interest and all of that and um you know I, I think meeting Nelson was huge and in listening to him and it's like this guy knows what he's talking about this is something seeing you um enjoying yourself (laughs) I mean you know and really finding your calling as 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 a teacher you know being a student of Nelson but then in turn being a teacher um seeing that and then you know I, I think we just got to the point that you know I was making some more money, you know, and and so it wasn't that constant drain of finances where it was just like, you know, am I paying the light bill or am I paying the phone? You know, that kind of stuff, you know, we had a little bit of breathing room. Um in our own personal finances. Yeah, but we had
0: that before we met Nelson. You know, so Yeah,
1: yeah, but then, you know, we're taking some of that money and putting it in life insurance, too. Okay. So so yeah. we weren't Okay. Necessarily, you know, expanding personally, like, you know, the bigger house, the the newer cars, and all that kind of stuff, which is kind of where my focus wanted to be. And, you know, because you did shift the focus of the company, really, once you met Nelson, I mean, it was a paradigm shift of no question, like, people need to know this stuff, we need to get the word out, we need to, you know, whatever it takes. When you change that, you shift that focus you know um, with that comes you know more investment again mm-hmm. you know more time okay. and energy and all that kind of <coughs> stuff so um, you know while we had some of that breathing room you know some of that breathing room went away when, when you shift the focus of the business and then we started you know expanding even more and all of that kind of stuff but you know to answer your question a long time ago. Um, I, I don't forgot know, what it was. <laughs> what helped me get over that hump okay. of, of being accepting <laughs> to it. You know, I think it was a combination of factors. Honestly, it wasn't just one thing. And it happened over, you know, the course of time.
0: Yeah. All right, so, which I completely agree with you. I want to speak to the house. I say this a lot because it's true. You know, I don't know, 10, uh some time ago a gentleman had came into the office it was an appointment that was scheduled through the the front office i had never met the gentleman Mm -hmm. and when i did meet him i was walking into our conference room next door and he stood up and we introduced and he said oh yeah i've met you and i'm at a blank um i may not remember names but i typically remember faces right and i had never met the man um he said I said no. I, I don't know. He said, "Yeah, yeah. Well, we live in you know twenty miles south of Fort Worth, Texas, right on top of the Barnett Shell gas. Whenever that was discovered and fracking. Oh,
1: I know. What you're you saying. know, yeah.
0: uh the The technology of fracking to get the gas out of uh, the rock it was going on all over Johnson County, Texas, mm-hmm. and so these old uh, production companies, drilling companies, were. Calling almost weekly trying to buy your mineral rights and then it was well can we run fracking pot right so they frack they crack the rock
1: and the mineral rights are you know the the rights to the land underneath your house yes right yeah
0: okay and we own our mineral rights right Mm -hmm. because we bought a HUD foreclosure (laughs) there's a whole story to that too um So this gentleman, he, he his job for the the company that he was with was to run the fracking water pipes and pick them up. So when they're drilling a well and they're fracking, you know, it takes a lot of this frac water. So these pipes are on top of the surface for you know four to six weeks, whatever they are. Mm-hmm. Um, She's just pointing out it's fifty-eight minutes. Sorry. Um Okay. So the guy he's like, and this is a third time people the companies had put fracking pipes across our property. And it got to the point where they're they're calling and say, Hey James, you know, we're we're fracking, can we run this pipe on your land? And and uh and I'm like, Yeah, just you know, take care of shut the gates. We had cows at the time, mm-hmm. you know, take care of it and clean it up and oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this was a third time that I remember this guy called and he said, hey, can we put these pipes on your land? And, and I said, yeah, well, how big of a check can you write? Because they would pay you for that, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And he said, well, you know, whatever, this is my limit. And I said, well, write a check, you know, because I didn't care. Just take care of it. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and I didn't think anything about it, right? Mm-hmm. So now I'm meeting this gentleman in my office, walking there. He said, no, I've met you before. And I said, no, I don't think so. He said, yeah, I met you at one of your rent houses. Mm-hmm. So he's talking about our home, yeah. in a rent <laughs> I'm home. Thinking
1: it's a rent. <laughs> we don't.
0: We don't have any rent houses. It's right? a
1: cute house. It's a very cute house. We live in a house. really cute house, so you know.
0: Right. Let's so kind of clear that I'll up. I digress for a little bit, but yeah,
1: it's not oh. a mansion, but it's our cute little country home.
0: It's a beautiful home. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so we we continue to purchase policies. You're angry in the beginning. In and the over beginning. time, you know. Um,
1: Resignation turned to acceptance.
0: <laughs> right, and so uh-huh. we continued buying policies. We did. We're going to buy new policies this year. Oh, we right? are. Yes, we are. Oh,
1: awesome.
0: Okay. See, and, and then I
1: didn't know, but cool.
0: <laughs> yep. Um. And uh,
1: so, how long have we had policies now? Mm, so it, it's been the year longer I than met, Riley. Nelson. Right? So, so no. it's been. I
0: think our oldest policy is this is uh, twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. I think 2003 or four. Okay. Uh, so uh, let's say 2004, that'd be 16 years this yep. year. All right. And now we financed automobiles. We did. We have financed real estate. We have. We have rehabbed real estate. We have. We have financed European vacations.
1: Yes, we have. More than one. Yes.
0: All right. And I mean, we had the pleasure of uh, spending... A week or so in Austria
1: with Nelson
0: and Mary and Mary and I remember that that was he was about 79 or 80 years of age because he out walked him and Mary they outwalked.
1: walked circles around us uh, and, and Mary had a huge blister on her foot and she would always she was always dressed to the nines mm-hmm. no matter where if we were going to go get pizza like one night we did walk to go get pizza, and she and always had heels on—not like stilettos, but always had you know one or two inch heel on. Walking on the cobblestone, walking on the uneven sidewalk, and her hair perfect and never a complaint. A, never complained.
0: All right. And
1: The only time. I even knew about the blister as she'd said something she to <laughs> something to Nelson about, oh, this shoe has put a hole in my foot or something like that. And I'm yeah. like, well, do you need a bandage? She's like, oh, I'd love one. And and that was the extent of her complaint about having this awful blister on her foot. But yeah, they walked circles around us. They were incredible. Yeah.
0: Well, so what I appreciate because that was kind of a realization for me the the anger you know, back fourth or fifth policy, and you're like, where are we going to get the money? And, and like, I don't know. And that ticked you off even more. But since then, we've continued to buy policies. We've done the things that we were going to do anyway. And mm-hmm. actually, we've done some things that we would have never have done, my opinion. Okay. I don't know that we would have been on the third or fourth. I don't know how many times we've been to Europe, but I don't know if we would have... Never in my mind did I think that I'm going to be in Europe with my whole family. More than once or twice.
1: Well let's be honest. I mean
0: please let me
1: <laughs> way back in the day. Because when the boys were little we, we never traveled. I mean, well our idea of traveling was going seeing my parents in Des Moines. That Not was mine. that was and okay. we did go down to Galveston once. I remember that Jake being had our, had our first seen vacation. That ocean. So we did do that. But, you know, truly traveling we didn't do. But do you remember when I had the first time I like brought up going on a cruise or something like that? Oh, I had a cat. And you weren't going to leave the United States. You were like, you know, I don't want to go anywhere where you know a foreign flag is is the one that has jurisdiction, kind of thing. And so, but then do you remember the first time we touched down? I guess it was Austria. The first time we went to Austria with Nelson, and we touched down. And we're driving like in the cab to our hotel or whatever and i looked over at you and what did i say do you remember no you are gonna love it here mm. you are because the history mm. like until you go over to europe you know you you don't really understand history they've been there longer than
0: oh no than question. we've
1: had than we've been a country and, yeah there's and, a- and it just it it hits you as soon as you're there you know in in, in the buildings and stuff like that it's it's beautiful.
0: I, I, re, I remember prior to that, and I had just returned from France that previous fall.
1: No, you went to France after we went to Austria the first time.
0: Okay. So my time is a little off. Okay. But I do remember you said, what's it going to cost to go to Austria? And I said, I don't know. And yes. I remember when we got Look back. Look at
1: me asking all of these pesky little questions. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I remember when we got back, I asked you, what was it worth? Oh, Do you remember that?
1: (laughs) Touche. Yes, I do remember that.
0: Okay. All right. So it's worth every penny. No question, and even we've had comments from Riley's teachers how her 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 uh, you know her the expansion of her mind mind and
1: the way she just approaches things is different because she has traveled. And, And the sad thing is, is you know, we started traveling with her. Her first trip, I can't even think. She was probably five or six. She was two. Well, the first cruise, but I'm just uh, saying, um, when we took her overseas, I don't remember. Um, and, and and you know, a lot of other mothers would say, you well, know, why would you take her over there? You know, not only yeah. you know doesn't that make you nervous and you know potentially dangerous and all that kind of stuff, but she's not going to remember it anyway. And I've always said. But it shapes her foundation. Mm-hmm. Like like now, you know, she's 12. She really doesn't remember some of the earlier trips. Sure. And you can tell her um, memories getting foggy on some stuff, which makes me kind of sad because I want her to remember those sure. experiences so much. But, you know, that's the way it is. Um, but I still think it again. has shaped the person that she is, the student that she is. And so, you know, I have no regrets. That You know, I wish... I could take more people, you know, but I can't.
0: (laughs) Um, So, today, you know, we have financed these things, most of which we were going to finance anyway. Yeah. We finance our taxes on an annual basis every year. And you um, make the loan repayments. Yes. I mean, for.
1: Well, you. Tell me to make the money. <laughs> this is how much I need or we need. Yeah, but you're
0: loan. like the, we financed a swimming pool. You're okay. That's coming out of the household. Oh,
1: like actually, yes. Yeah.
0: All right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we financed a down payment on an automobile. Are you making loan repayments on that? Because if you're not, we're going to have a problem.
1: I'll um, get back to you on that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I believe so. Yeah.
0: Well, my my whole point is, you know, we pay we pay premium and we pay loan repayments mm-hmm. consistently, and um, I don't get pushback. You know, I mean, we we passed the days of like how are we going to do this? Yes. You know, where is the money going to come from? And I can legitimately say I don't know, and you're still going to be okay. Yeah. But we have not gone without. We've done more things than we thought we were going to ever be able to do.
1: Well, and I I think that's where uh, a lot of the pushback your word um came from is you know the unknown and you know e- even in our poorest days we didn't go without i mean not I, really. I
0: grew up poor and didn't know it yeah
1: right <laughs> you know so you know we, we've never truly gone without what's important but you know what infinite banking has done for us you know personally and professionally is is offer a freedom that I, I don't want to sound like an infomercial but it, it does it offers you a freedom to do with your money, what you want, when you want. Um, you know it's I wouldn't change it for the world. I, I can't imagine going back to regular banking. You know what I mean, and and going through, just
0: have two years tax returns, all the K Oh my
1: gosh, just all have the your CPA sign off on it. The the red tape and right the above the disclaimer that, kind of that
0: says, ah, oh, these numbers um well,
1: are do being you remember
0: when we,
1: when we got our house uh, and all of the information and. And
0: I remember squirming at the closing table.
1: You oh, yeah! You know, I w- I wish I could demonstrate to you what he did at the closing. You, you were like out of your chair and like kneeling on the ground, and, and you had your little sweat rag going on, and you're just kind of doing. I, I can't do it without looking ridiculous. But
0: some twenty two year old,
1: yeah, you know, banker dictating whether. Oh but my gosh. I remember. When we were going no
0: disparagement to, to the 22-year-old bankers. Never, I love you. Never. Just me being in the position that I'm beholden to a third-party lender is why yeah. I was uncomfortable.
1: Yeah. Well, and then all of the the paperwork, and then last minute, oh, the deal might not go through because oh, we need this. And did
0: you borrow any money? Did yes. you? Are you? Where's this money coming from? Oh, or from? Did
1: your parents give you any money? Yeah. You know, and you did we have to, do, you know, all yeah. that kind of stuff. And it was just, it was one hurdle. I mean, and just so. Stressful in that amount of time because we really wanted a home and it had the land and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, You did good coming up with the infinite banking concept right there. Well, not coming up with it, but, you know, embracing it.
0: Catching it, paying attention. Reading
1: that book on the nightstand.
0: That's right. Um, Anything else that we need to cover? I mean, anything that we've left out? You want to crack on me? Here's your opportunity to crack on me if you'd like.
1: (laughs) I never crack on him. Ever. Um, I only give him adulation.
0: Yes, thank you. Yes. Um, so, if, um, you know, just like earlier when I said we're going to buy policies this year, and we are, and you just said, oh, we are, okay. Are you really okay with that, or are you just saying that because the mic's on?
1: I'm really okay with it.
0: Why are you okay with it?
1: Because I know what it does, and I, I know the benefit Perfect. we have for it. So
0: You're not going to have to give anything up.
1: I hope not. More blood? <laughs> yep. <laughs>
0: all right. Well, listen. Uh, oh, wait, wait, wait. Okay. Yeah, yeah.
1: Okay, since I have a camera and a microphone, I have a joke for y'all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my god. Okay. So why did the cowboy buy himself a dachshund? Anyone? Anyone? Do you know this? Do you know this? He wanted to get a long little <laughs> <laughs> yeah, All right.
0: It's so my favorite
1: right. joke of all time.
0: All right. I got, let me tell you this. We're sitting... <laughs> <laughs> just came from a tour of Trinity College in Ireland to see the Book of Kells. Mm-hmm. with And it was with a life insurance company-sponsored trip. Um, we take our whole family when we go and make a vacation out of it. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> a week-long thing or whatever it was, I'm just, I gotta say this. and We missed our flight.
1: We missed our flight. Okay,
0: so we're flying from Dallas-Fort Worth to... Dublin. Philadelphia.
1: No, to Philadelphia. A
0: layover in Philadelphia.
1: Yeah. In, and in then to Phil- Dublin, Ireland. But we got stuck on the tarmac in, in DFW because of thunderstorms.
0: Right. So that caused us to miss our connecting in flight in Philadelphia. We get in mm-hmm. late at night and which turned out to be a complete home run because the family Blessing. had a great yes. time in Philadelphia.
1: We spent the day because we couldn't get another flight out till the following evening, so we were stuck in Philly for the day.
0: And we've never been to Philly.
1: And and I said a little prayer when I knew that more than likely we were going to miss our connecting that you know Lord help me make this easy for the family don't let me get you know upset and riled and and just frustrated and angry and all that kind of stuff let me see the blessing in this and as he always does the Lord provided it oh, was
0: a huge blessing it
1: was and we had Philly cheesesteaks like at one o'clock in the morning and we met a lovely bellhop or or a
0: Cab driver. Cab driver
1: that that tickled us, and then we got to run on the steps of the of the museum like Rocky did. We have pictures of that. We seen got the Liberty
0: to, Bell, Liberty we saw Hall, Liberty Bell, took the tour, of Ben, ben Franklin, Franklin,
1: and the first post office, and and then we were all kind of sweaty by the time we <laughs> got on no. the plane. It was a hot day. Yeah,
0: you know, I got to say that she's our. Uh, trip coordinator when we when we go on vacation. I mean it's bell to bell, we're doing something. We gotta when we come home we gotta recover from it. Yeah, and we our don't vacation.
1: really relax on vacation. Okay. I should probably look into that. But go ahead with your story about okay. So college. The
0: next day, you know, after Philly, the the day after that night, whenever we get the flight to Shannon.
1: Dublin. And,
0: Dublin. And we we flew out. We flew home from Shannon. Yes. Okay. So we're flying into Dublin. We have jet lagged like nobody's business. <gasps> we go take this you know, tour of Trinity College, where you know the 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 Irish people tried to preserve Western the knowledge of Western civilization.
1: Amazing library! Amazing! Oh, my goodness! But yes. Then
0: we're going to dinner with the CEO. I mean, the chairman of the board, not CEO. The chairman of the board of this fortune 50 company okay <laughs> and sitting we're, in a
1: table of other people we don't really know but they know each other
0: yeah they all know each but other we don't
1: know them and no. they don't know us right and then we got this big if, if
0: we're, and they set us right beside the chairman of the board yes who is a fabulous individual and and a stellar joke teller he's not he absolutely is. look not. he could watch this so just whatever it
1: was it was entertaining, sir. However,
0: <laughs> so <laughs> it
1: droned he, on after a while. And
0: he's there. He went because he's from. He has Irish heritage, yes. and he was seeing, you know, family from previous generations. True. Okay, so we're sitting at this table. It's a big posh posh deal.
1: And you this, are beyond jet lagged.
0: I am brain dead.
1: You, you're you're yeah. You 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 just are like this.
0: Because when we landed, I went to find some uh, Cuban cigars, yeah. and y'all took a nap.
1: Yeah, like no, I an hour-long one. So, <laughs> uh, But but then I didn't realize at, at the time. Not only does daylight, it stays daylight the time we were there, like in June, I think is when we were there. It stays daylight till 10 o'clock in the evening. So we were kind of in, in the basement, if you will, of this lovely restaurant. And so you could see a sliver of
0: sunlight of at sunlight 10 o'clock
1: in the at, evening. But so, but made you lose track of time. Right. Another thing that made you lose track of time is I didn't realize unless you cover your wine glass, they just keep refilling it. Yep. This is important to the story because (laughs) he's jet lagged. So. Right. Dead. And and I'm pretty jet lagged too, and I'm feeling a little awkward because I don't know any of these people at the table. But again, like I said, they knew each other, so they're all telling inside jokes and catching up with one another and dressing up their dogs and all the stuff that they do and which was cute but i didn't know them and they weren't you know they weren't they're nice people they're very nice people but i felt awkward so i say all that to say i drank a lot of wine and i didn't realize how much wine i drank because my my timing was like because i was thinking it was going to get dark so for some reason, like knowing the time, would be like, oh, a lot of time has passed. Going to so. curb
0: your wine? Yeah, your or you
1: know, be like, oh, well, maybe I've—I don't know why. For some reason, I thought. Right, that well, that you was,
0: were jet lagged too. I was
1: jet lagged, and and I don't know how much wine I had. All I know is I never kept my glass off, and he kept coming around with it. And it
0: was, you know, nice wine. I don't even drink. It was nice wine. You can see the effects, right? Yeah. So the chairman of the board sitting here telling fably, fabulous, fabulous jokes. And everyone's jokes. going. <laughs> And then she tells that joke.
1: (laughs) Well, uh, after he got done, after after the chairman got done, and everyone's like, oh, we should have a stand-up special. Oh, you're so funny. I was like.
0: These are family memories that we still joke about. (laughs)
1: And so I'm thinking, you know, however many glasses of wine in, like, I'm funny. (laughs) As you do after you've had too much wine. And I'm like, I've got a joke. And the whole table, like, turns and looks at me what you know you probably shouldn't tread on the footprints of of the person hosting the event you know like like his, his whole shtick was to tell a joke so you shouldn't like try to one-up him <laughs> in the joke telling department that's kind of tacky and then is that I, what
0: you were trying to do is one up
1: him well i just wanted to show people what humor really was it oh! really was <laughs> <laughs> and so i'm like i got a joke and whether i slurred it or not it was no fabulous idea. and so i told that joke that i told and you and he loved it well it was met with it was
0: so funny it was met with this
1: yeah he did this I don't know what that means.
0: He, he loved it.
1: Well, this Come to, to me does not <laughs> signify love it. But the rest of the table was like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that's so much funnier than what he said. But okay, sorry. I digress. No
0: well, here, I want to, I want to, I know we're, we're, we're going to wrap it up here, but mm-hmm. I want to also bring up that, you know, in 2013, I produced a documentary style video mm-hmm. called Banking with Life DVD and you're
1: going to do a follow-up pretty soon, aren't you?
0: I've got two movies in the works and three it's books. Good
1: stuff, y'all. It's I'm good just stuff. short on time. I okay, know, but it's um, going
0: to be good. All right. and so you know, we we uh, travel all over the country, you know, getting this film footage. And there's like 52 minutes edited. Um, we and that's 2013. That was that was the year. It was a hundred year anniversary of the Federal Reserve. Okay, not by Coink-A-Dink. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. So this Banking with Life DVD, if you haven't watched it, you should get it. That's my shameless plug.
1: You really should. It's It's good.
0: It's not uh, a promotion of me or us. It's the idea that, you know, you can become your own banker. So it introduces the infinite banking concept, sound money, Austrian economics, natural law, unscripted.
1: Yeah, really good. And we have clients in there and we have um, economists and Nelson. I Mm -hmm. mean, it's. It's good.
0: Okay, so (laughs) while we're doing it, and that was truly a labor of love, and it took well over a year to do that. My mother Mm -hmm. passed Mm -hmm. in in the end of- 2013. The first quarter of Mm -hmm. 2013?
1: April, April 2013.
0: Okay, and so, I mean, it was uh, traumatic, just Mm -hmm. the effort to put that together, and then my mother passing. Mm -hmm. Um, We've heard Nelson. We had practiced the infinite banking concept Mm -hmm. a long time. Yeah. And so the final edited video, you know, Mm -hmm. it's DVD. Yes, it's plastic. You have to put it into a machine. I get it. (laughs) You don't have a download yet. I know it's 2020. We're trying to get into the 21st century. Um, But you and I watched that. Mm -hmm. You know, we got the DVD and cellophane wrapper, opened it up, put it in the player. And do you remember that? Had Mm -hmm. popcorn. And so you're paying premium. You've heard Nelson. Hump mm-hmm. times. We've got lots of clients. You're paying loan repayments. We're, we finance whatever we financed up until that point in time. Okay. Do you remember your response after watching that Banking with Life DVD?
1: I don't remember my exact response. I knew I was blew away by it. I thought it was, you know, and I, I'm not financially sound or strong. You know, I mean, I don't, I don't find that interesting you know by and large i thought it was phenomenal
0: right. and see i've always relied on you to mm-hmm. be the
1: um we call me joe average
0: i'm, I'm telling you yeah i'm um, a midwestern
1: girl you know i and i'm fine with that i'm i'm kind of an average of how people r- will respond to things
0: right so you know i can't get too funnily or marketing or whatever yeah i mean it's a great sounding board you said every wife should watch this yes
1: absolutely because it
0: i was surprised because of all that you had already known mm -hmm. and done in your experiences that it made that kind of an impact on you
1: there's something about it that is um that dvd to me gives the concept credibility if that makes any sense. You know, you can read books and, and, and you can't, you know, and, and you think, well, maybe there's an agenda be, behind it or that's just someone's opinion or something like that. But when you watch the DVD and you see so many incredible people, I mean, truly incredible people, and they're explaining it to you in a simple, it, it, I mean, it, very kind of simple, matter-of-fact way and, and then you see what it's done for the different clients, because mm-hmm. there's testimonials in there that, that are powerful. Lori, mm-hmm. um, who's a client and a friend now, um, it's incredible. Um, yeah, I, I, I just think if there's any sort of apprehension about the concept, if there's, um, any kind of lingering question or you know is this for real you know it's just life insurance that kind when you watch the dvd it really alleviates that mm-hmm. it really does because it's to me it's that powerful it really is
0: i, I think it is powerful mm-hmm. it was your reaction was almost like confirmation that yeah. that was a good work
1: oh you know yeah. what I mean?
0: and 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 too i you know i think everyone should read nelson's becoming your own banker it's his amazing. second book building your warehouse of wealth and you really should watch that banking with Mm -hmm. live dvd and typically um, you know in a family often one reads more than the other Mm -hmm. um, and maybe one deals more with money and finance than the other Mm -hmm. so if you're a reader you should read the book Um, even if you're not a reader you should read the book but it's
1: an easy read so even if you aren't a reader it's not like war and peace or what was that ridiculous book you gave me for Christmas that one year. Man Economy of space. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh lord. Have y'all seen this book? Oh my god. Well I gave
0: you uh, <laughs> Bob Murphy's
1: uh, little workbook like <laughs> how to trudge through this drivel. <laughs> 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 Sorry. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I apologize. I'm not going to edit that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay so thanks. For, I, I just wanted to bring that up but because i think you should buy nelson's both of his books and the banking with life dvd
1: absolutely and, and
0: Till we have it streamed. you won't
1: regret it you won't it right. will it will do wonders for your family i promise
0: so anything awesome. else you want to touch on
1: just thanks for inviting me this was fun
0: would you like to do a follow-up would you like to come back
1: well, don't, doesn't that depend on like how many likes we get or no. clicks or something like that? <laughs> Whatever it is. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, it depends on how many.
1: You know, you know y'all know, you share this because it's going to hurt my heart and my ego if like this is the least viewed one. Because <laughs> I will take that totally personally. Do we
0: need to promote this one? Yes.
1: <laughs> and especially like over Ryan. If I could beat Ryan, that would be, that would be fun. Because he's like, you know, he's like really smart and y'all have your little thing going on. I don't know how many
0: episodes we've done with him and I, I mean. I
1: know. So it would be nice if I got more likes. (laughs) 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 Just so I could say, I got more likes than you. (laughs) Okay. So yeah, share it, like it. Log in as somebody else and like it again.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Set up a couple of counts and hit the like.
1: If you're going to comment, say nice things because I'm fragile.
0: Oh no! The listeners are very nice. Oh,
1: that's good. They're,
0: it's you know, there's trolls everywhere, but I, we don't have. I've trolls.
1: been on Twitter too much lately, so um, I think that's why I get concerned.
0: Okay. So. Too much social interaction there. With social well, you know, media. Twitter
1: is just they just they think they're going to change each other's mind, and they never do. So, and, and I don't ever comment. You know, who has time for all that? Who
0: has time to? I mean, I barely have time to release a podcast. Well, like people once who a like week.
1: truly tweet a lot of tweets today. I I don't know so I I, I don't know the answer to that I don't
0: okay so be nice like and subscribe she would like to have more likes than Ryan so she can hang that over his head and
1: And I will do so proudly
0: (laughs) (laughs) okay thank you for listening
1: thank you so much this was fun thank you honey happy Valentine's Day I love you
0: thank you I love you too